here. Welcome back to the Johnny's World podcast. We're back. This is B-Dub here, and we've got Johnny here with us. How are you doing today, Johnny? Doing great. Doing great. Good, good. Well, we have a, a special guest with us today joining us. He's a, a fellow Mississippi State alum. I believe he was there from uh, 2008, 2009, which makes us feel a little bit old because I graduated in 04. So um, well, we've, got, we've got Tyson Lee here. How you doing, Tyson? I'm good. Thank y'all so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate it. No, well, I appreciate y'all reaching out and uh, asking me to join. So thank you. Yeah. Well, so you you were, we kind of, you know, just for the folks listening here, we'll give you a little backstory here. So Tyson was the quarterback there. Uh, so you were there um, when Mullins first year and then was it Crooms last year? Is that? That's right. Yes, yeah, so I played junior. Yeah, I played junior college ball at Itawamba Community College in Fulton, Mississippi. And then I transferred to Mississippi State in 08, and Coach Kroom was there, ended up walking on. And then uh, my senior year, I had Coach Mullen. So I had each of them, my junior, uh, one of them, and then my senior year, the other. Right, right. And so you you were there, and then and then you graduated, and then did you stay around Starkville for a few years after that? I did. So when I finished up, I guess – most millennials do this. If you can't find a job, you go to grad school, right? <laughs> um, so went to grad school and uh, really I had, a, I got a master's in um, sport administration and thought I wanted to work in sports. And so did that, finished up in grad school there and then moved to St. Louis. I worked at the time there were the St. Louis Rams and I worked as their scouting assistant. And uh, it was a really good uh professional opportunity and learning opportunity. So I moved to St. Louis, ended up working there for a year. And then I moved back, worked with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at Mississippi State for three years. And um, if you look at my resume, it's kind of funny. People say either I'm vocationally confused or um, I'm faith led. And so I like to say (laughs) that I'm led by my faith and I'm not vocationally confused. Some people tell me it's a little bit of both. But currently, uh, I live here in Memphis, and uh, I'm an elementary school principal at Evangelical Christian School, and my wife and I have four littles, and three of them are at school with me. So nice. uh, that's a little bit about uh, where I've been and where I am now. Nice. Well, I have to ask you this. Since you were in St. Louis, you're in Memphis now. So I've been to St. Louis, but I've never had the St. Louis-style ribs. So... Can you give us a comparison there? You know, I can, I don't discriminate towards food. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a Memphis barbecue guy, though. Uh, I, for me, my favorite place here, the Nacho Central yeah. uh, ribs, I prefer them to be smoked. Um, and, yeah, really my favorite, uh, it's funny, my favorite sauce here is from one and only. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a sweet barbecue fan. Mm-hmm. And one and only, one and only sauce only. has become my favorite barbecue sauce. Yeah. What is one and only sauce? I'm not familiar with that. Man, it's it's pretty much sugar, but it's good. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's two or three of them around here. Um there's one there's one about 20 minutes from here on Germantown Parkway, I guess, and uh really good wings too. Um, I don't know if you've had the wings there. I've had their wings and yeah, so we my wife and I both, we just love food. And so since we've been here two years now, uh, Tzatziki's has become one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, as of last weekend, Mellow Mushroom, which is yeah. 
somewhat of a random place. And I say random because I don't think about it or I never really eaten there before. But uh, my wife and I went this weekend and I had some of their sweet Thai chili wings that were very good. Mm. Spinach artichoke dip that was very good. And uh, their pizza. I'd heard about their pizza, but I can vouch and say their pizza is good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we had one of those in Jackson for a while. I remember eating the pizza. There it was. Yeah, you're right. It was a good place. Yeah, the one about, in Jackson looks like a mushroom. When you go inside, it's got a little mushroom door you can go underneath. Yes. The kids can crawl under and stuff. The one here is just in a shopping center. So Yeah, it is. And I guess, you know, I've heard of Mellow Mushroom, uh, but had never, you know, I'm from Columbus, Mississippi, and we didn't have one. I'd heard of it, but didn't really think much of it. And a couple ladies that I worked with said that they had good pizza. And so my wife and I, Saturday, were just trying to find a place that we hadn't been. And so we looked at Mellow Mushroom menu and it was a variety. And so we said, let's try it. And uh, I'll be going back. That's for sure. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, so with St. Louis, though, was the barbecue, I mean, just the ribs, did you try the ribs? I mean, were they were they okay or was it just one of those? Kind you know, of I, Brandon, honestly, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. There was a barbecue joint right beside my apartment, but I worked so much. Yeah. So when I was in St. Louis, I would go into work at four in the morning and I wouldn't leave till sometimes midnight, you know. And so wow. often what I ate was whatever was at the facility. Mm. And what's really funny is people think that was always like wonderful food. A lot of times it would just be cereal or um, <laughs> whatever they had extras of because I didn't make any money. Right. I was um, trying to get my foot in the door. And so I made enough to pay bills. But that was about it. But I don't remember a ton about the barbecue, Brandon. Yeah. Well, that says it all right there. All right. I'm a Memphis homer. So, you know, that's yeah. All so. Well, um, let's go back. So, so growing up in Columbus, uh, we spent some time at Mississippi state. We, we used to go to Columbus and, you know, go to the mall sometimes or, uh, Lee mall. Yeah. The mall. Yep. <laughs> and really our favorite place, uh, was Ruben's catfish house there. Yeah, Ruben's, um, Ruben's is good. You know, Ruben's has gone through, I think a few different owners, mm. but, um, I'm pretty certain that they're, they have some stability now. So being raised in Columbus, some of the staples at the time, Rubens was always a good place. Um, and you had different, you had Harvey's, you had the grill. Uh, I grew up on Wendy's chicken nuggets, Frosties and French fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else were some of my favorites in Columbus, you know, Lee mall, as you talked about, yeah. Uh, Lee Mall has a place in there called um, American Deli, and they have some of the best wings, and they have this certain seasoning that they put on their french fries, but I haven't been to Lee Mall in years now, but last time I went, I made sure to stop by American Deli to get some wings and french fries. Nice. Tyson Lee, is there a connection with Lee Mall and and Tyson? (laughs) Unfortunately not. Um, (laughs) So I'm L-E-E, and it's L-E-I-G-H. Mm. And so no connection. And, you know, I have what's really my family is still in Columbus. Uh, we have four kids. And so often it's easier for my family to travel up to see me than for us to go down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been in Memphis a year and a half now, and we haven't really had a chance to make it back a lot. Uh, I imagine this summer 
mm-hmm. hopefully pandemic will ease up to some degree and we'll be able to make it down there and spend some time. Yeah. What yeah, am I hoping later this year we can, we can get out and do some videos like this and go check out some places. We'll have to go, go hit up the Lee mall one day and, and see what. Yeah. You have to do that. Uh, one of my favorite places to eat in Columbus. We're, I was just talking about it today. I haven't during the pandemic. I hadn't even been out to eat in over a year. So my my one of my favorite places to eat at, and I'm, I'm making a point. That's gonna be one of the first places I go when I get out of the house. Is uh, Old Hickory. Old Hickory. That's a good one. Oh Have you ever gosh. been to Old Hickory? I mean, it's steaks and baked yeah. potatoes, right? And another one, uh, Prophet's Porch. Have you, have you either have you ever been to Prophet's Porch? Yeah, that setting out there. I love it. It's over there by the lake, right? Great red beans and rice, great sandwiches and melts. I don't know if y'all want for me to talk food for the whole time, but it's clear <laughs> that I can. Yeah, I was just um, thinking, we're going down this pretty deep here, aren't we? <laughs> so y'all make the call. We can pivot if we need to, or I can continue talking about how much I love food. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, can you talk a little bit? I guess tell us a little bit about uh, about playing uh, – playing football at state, the difference is the offense with, uh, with room and then the transition to Mullen, how that transition, what just a little bit about your memories playing at Mississippi state. Yeah. You know, I have some really good memories. I tell people outside of my faith, there's been nothing that's formed me into who I am today, like football, you know, the sacrifice, the teamwork, the discipline, all of the, all of the, I guess, words that you typically use from team sports, I can legitimately say that, man, they have formed me into who I am now. And even looking back to my time there, uh, Coach Kroon uh, did such a great job of laying a foundation. You know, Coach Mullen came in after Coach Kroon. And one of the things that is often forgotten, I believe, is uh, when Coach Kroon was there, they had a little bit of success. Neither of my teams um, – I would say we tried to compete, but we weren't as competitive as Coach Mullen's future teams were. But I think Coach Kroom's offense uh, was very much a West Coast-ish type offense. And at the time, uh, we had some great athletes, but we weren't able to fully maximize that system and make it into what Coach Kroom wanted it to be. Uh, But just the – uh, the transition from then him to Coach Mullen, which was spread the fun, I think was the the coin term at the time, and just philosophically completely different. You know, you're you're looking for a different skill set to some degree. At the end of the day, you still need big boys that can block. Um, but when it comes to what type of player are you looking for, we had shifted from a predominantly under the center to now a shotgun type offense. And there are many things that come with that. Not so much interior linemen, uh, although different schemes can play into that. But then what kind of receivers do you want? Do you need a fullback? Do you want a tight end who can stretch the field or one who blocks? Just kind of some of those dynamics that played into it. Um, But I think Coach Mullen came in after Coach Kroon and really inherited um, a solid foundation. You know, there was a lot of guys that I played with that were I mean, still playing, you know, K.J. Wright, uh, Pernell McPhee. McPhee and I played JUCO together and then got to play at Mississippi State together. And it's been so, I mean, for me just to be able to watch those guys who are clearly so much better than me and many other people uh, that played then but have continued to play. And the Fletcher Coxes of the world, the Kyle Loves. I mean, you you could just kind of go down the list and y'all 
know historically over the past, I guess, 10, 12 years, uh, Mississippi State's done a really good job of producing talent, but the talent that remains in the NFL and doesn't just come and then leave. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to get in the league. Uh, it's another thing to stay in. You know, Coach Kroom used to say the NFL stands for not for long, and everybody would laugh, but it's true. Most guys get a chance for a little while, but when you can get that second contract or stay in, um, I mean, that's really special. And there have been quite a few guys from Mississippi State that were able to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, taking it back a little bit to to Itawamba, I have to ask you this because (laughs) – John Clark and I are, are, are big fans of the uh, the show. What was the show uh, with the UMCC guy? Um, last chance, yeah, last chance, last you. chance, you. Yeah. Oh man! So, so there was Am the I- guy that was the fan that did the lion roar. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy. Did yeah. you ever hear that? That guy. I don't know if I ever heard that, oh. um, but I can't not hear it now. You know, every yeah. time I hear that, it's just. And for those who don't know JUCO football, you know, typically junior college football uh, over the years, not that it's only for two groups, but it's normally for those who are physically maybe not as good as others. They're slower, they're shorter. Uh, Maybe coaches don't feel as though they're ready for four-year football, but they have the grades. Physically, they may not just be ready. Or the other side is at the time, this is when junior colleges had protection lists and they would protect students in certain areas. They may be very athletic, very skilled, but they may not have the grades that they need in order to get into a four-year school. So it was neat just to be able to see you had a lot of different personalities on the team, uh, but you got to see guys who would come in who uh, were very good, but just needed some time to create better time management uh, and responsibility independence and then prepare them for that transition so mm-hmm. yeah last chance you i don't know if i'm supposed to agree with it or disagree with it <laughs> um but there might be more truth to it than people realize and yeah. i can just i can expand if needed or just leave it at that yeah yeah well we always we talked about going down to a game just so we could hear the line guy so that was that's, <laughs> that's as far as we we ever took it so but um no, that's good. And a lot of those guys in junior college are really hungry, and I use that term, because they want to make it to the next level. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I often tell people there's not much um, fame, glory in JUCO. You know, I remember we would go Mississippi Delta. They had mosquitoes as big as birds. You know, mm-hmm. I never will forget being down in the Delta, and you're kind of off to the side. Nobody re- – I mean, people keep up but it's not televised. So it's not a real popular thing. And I think one of the beauties of that is it really helps guys. Now, hence last chance you, I think technology has changed in the past 10 years. Um, But yeah, Juco life is really blue collar. Uh, I often tell people my freshman year, I was given one t-shirt and a pair of shorts and the dryer put a hole in my shorts. And rather than getting me a pair of new shorts, I just wore those shorts with the hole in them. And then <laughs> I got to Mississippi State and I would hear guys complaining about, hey, I need some new socks. And I was just uh, like, what? Man. If you knew what I just came from, you would stop complaining. So, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what I would tell guys. 
Yeah. Like, wow. You don't realize uh, the fact that they give you shoes to work out in. A lot of our guys, I mean, you would try to make things last as long as you could because you didn't know if you were going to get it replaced. And then I got to Mississippi State and they would give you multiple shorts to work out, multiple shirts. And I thought I was in heaven. Yeah, I had a guy, I was in a like a computer class or something. He was a, he was a lineman. And I guess he thought I was smarter or something. And he, uh, he hit me up. He said, Hey, can you help me with this project? I'll give you some of my, my workout gear if, for a trade. <laughs> and so, Did you um, take him up on it? No, I was like, I don't, I don't want us to get hit with any sanctions or anything like that. <laughs> That's good. It's like, no, you, you, you do your own thing. I don't want to be part of that. Exactly. But you know, now there's a lot of, and once again, you know, sports have evolved so much over the years, but one of the areas that, junior colleges we were and not maybe not under resourced but just the fact of the matter that we just didn't have the money that other schools did so you had to make the most of what you had and we didn't have academic advisors just for athletics or we didn't have nutritionists um we didn't have a strength coach one of the coaches in some ways similar to high school one of the football coaches also was the strength coach and now just there's been so much change in sports. Now I feel like you have analysts that help an analyst or mm-hmm. all these new terms that come up with uh, different positions on the field. And in junior college, I mean, those guys, those coaches worked hard. Not that other guys didn't, but they were just fewer. And so they had to have their hands in a whole lot of uh, areas. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, one of the things we want to hit is – John Clark told me about y'all's cinnamon roll business that you have there. Yes, and, sir. And tell tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, tell us all about that. It's so well, good. Well, I'll tell you, I may be a little biased, but maybe the best cinnamon rolls I've ever had. Um, so to, to sum it up, my wife and I were driving back from the beach in 2015. When I went to grad school, I had a sports sponsorship class and we had to create a project and realize I had some entrepreneurial interests. I wouldn't consider myself an entrepreneur at all, but just I enjoyed the I, I enjoyed the thought of creating something or the thought of um, adding to taking away something that's already established. And so we were coming back from the beach and some friends of ours who we saw at the beach, uh, my wife brought some of her cinnamon rolls there and the friend said, man, I haven't had those in three or four years but they're still the best I've ever had. And on our way back, we were in a car. My wife had a Toyota Corolla and we decided, Hey, when we get back, you want to start a cinnamon roll business? And six years later, uh, now where we are, is, uh, we have Jubilations Cheesecake in West Point, Mississippi mm-hmm. and uh, George Purnell, who is at Jubilations. We've partnered with them. And they help bake, uh, freeze them. And as of two years ago, we're now in grocery stores in Mississippi and uh, one in Bartlett. We're in a Kroger in Bartlett. Um, And I want to say right now the goal is next year to be maybe in the Memphis area a little bit more. Wow. So, yeah, for, for three and a half years, we cooked out of our small kitchen. And, oh, man, there were some late nights and early mornings. Oh, wow. Well, I'll have to drive to Bartlett and try, check them out then. Yeah, we'll have to I'm get some. Pork dry. They're good. I love them. They, they freeze great, and so you pop them in the oven, 
for three fifty for fifteen minutes at three fifty, and uh, we typically will go through a pan on the weekends. Depending on how hungry we are, we might make it too. Yeah. So y'all never get tired of them. Now, no, we don't because we've just we've chosen to eat them on the weekends, mm-hmm. and so it's the thing that we look forward to. Um, you know, when we were cooking them out of the house, I remember she and I would go to bed nine, 10 o'clock, wake up at 1 a.m., get stuff out of the refrigerator, freezer, go back to bed, and then wake up at four so that we could bake until 7 a.m. and then take them to the farmer's market in Starkville. And so, I mean, we did that for two years. And it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, I, I think that's all I've got. John Clark, do you have anything, any other questions you want to ask Tyson? Uh, no, I think, I think that's good. What about, uh, what about start? I know we hit on Columbus. What about some places, uh, good, good places you like to visit when you get to start? Man, Starkville. So before we left, they had a place called, um, King's butcher shop or something like that. Very good hamburger. And so I'm pretty easy to please, but they had this bacon jam that was on the hamburger. That was very good. Uh, Another place that Chris and I, there's not a Mexican place that my wife and I won't try. And so uh, we would go uh, the one behind, we would get the P five right beside Starville high school. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. El Sombrero. No, the one behind no. that one. Oh, behind that. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm like, if you there. say it, I'll T- remember. Mexico Tipico, is that it? No. Uh, uh, no, Miha was at the other end. Now I wish I could think of it. Oh. If people are listening right now, they're saying it. And Yeah, that's what they're, <laughs> well, I know they're listening. Let us know. Send us a message. Was, so we, yeah. yeah, it was right by Starkville High School. So yeah. we Mexican, we would enjoy that. Uh, Petties, I would pick up Petties on occasions, take it to the house. Um, what were some other places? You know, there's I mean, a new, there's a new Mexican place that's just opened up. I can't wait to try it. Uh, City Bagel, where City Bagel was, they closed it up and and they opened up a new Mexican joint there. Man, so, I remember. You know, I used to enjoy City Bagel. Yeah, it was night. awesome. Um, I also saw they have a new taco place. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Humble Tacos. That's it. Is that what it is? That's what it's called. Yeah. I can't wait to try it out. I'm hearing hearing good stuff about it. Well, I remember whenever they were thinking about bringing that place to Starkville, my wife and I had actually gone to Nashville in a place called Mamacitas or Taco Mamacitas. Yeah. And the guys who were starting Humble Humble Tacos, they had traveled to different places. And I remember coming back and saying, hey, guys, because I just heard that they were starting a taco place. I said, y'all need to go check this place out because it's great. And they had already been. So uh, whenever we come back, we'll be sure. I mean, you know, the Little Dewey's, uh, Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Um, I mean, all the places downtown. I was a mugshots guy just because I love the sweet bun. Mm -hmm. Um, The guest room. You like Starbucks Cafe? I love Starbucks Cafe. Oh yeah. Once again, I mean, I I'm not picky. <laughs> yeah. One of my neither, one of my wife and I we. both we enjoyed 929 Coffee Shop too. That's a place that we would often go if we had some time just to get away, sip on coffee, and catch up. 
<clears throat> we would go there or Strange Brew. Uh, we enjoyed, depending on how busy one or the other was, we would stop by there and spend some time. We just loved to support local as much as we could. Obviously, we would eat at the chains. Um, but yeah, as often as we could, and even now, uh, really try to, uh, when possible, love just knowing that you can see the people whose yeah. businesses that you're um, purchasing from. And that's something that we've tried to do and still try to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of what we're, we're doing with this podcast. We kind of started this business up with a Brandon did, and he just used my name for it. But with the proceeds going to uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So we're just trying to think of a gr- good way to have some fun and interview guests throughout the week. We, we like to say, we like to talk about small towns and, and restaurants and places like that. So, um, so yeah, if you get a chance to look at our website, I, I talked about, yeah. Brandon did a great job uh, under the sunglasses. Well, right now we're selling sunglasses. So hopefully with the warm weather, baseball season coming around, people buy them because each pair they buy proceeds benefit uh, such a fibrosis. And, so anyway, under each one is a little small town, and we, and we have the glass named after small towns, and there's a description oh. under each uh, small town about, you know, something to do under at that particular town. So, so yeah, That's we appreciate about, about Columbus and and uh, just coming on here. It's, it's, it's been really, really great. Yeah, yeah. man. Well, if there's, you know, in the future, if there's ever anything that I can do, please. I mean, y'all have my number, and yeah. I always enjoy being able, one, just to engage, talk, I've been accused quite a few times of talking too much. So um, <laughs> we, if I can ever do that. anything, let me know. We appreciate it. Well, thanks, Tyson. Absolutely. We'll, we'll uh, one of these days, if we get out on the road, do some, do some uh, videos, we might have you join us at one of these hot spots around Memphis. So call me, man. I'll be there. It'd be awesome. awesome. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks, right. Brandon. Thanks, Tyson. Thanks, have a good one. All right, guys. Y'all too. All right. Hey folks. All right. uh, wanted to close this out. So we really appreciate Tyson coming on and wanted to mention, we have a, an email address, Johnny Packer, at gmail.com. Send us some questions. If there's something you want us to talk about, talk about. something you think we missed, if you want us to apologize for something we said, you know, kind of dissing on your hometown or something like that, let us know. Johnny Packer, at gmail.com. And if you need some shades, go to Johnny Check out what we have. Everything's looking good on there. Appreciate y'all listening. Thanks.